Hi, and welcome to Tuesday Talks. Hey, everyone. It's UniVibes again for another Tuesday Talks segment. And this time we've got Herbal, our producer from Malawi. Go on, introduce yourself. Or say hi. Yeah. Hey, guys. Uh, my name is Ido. I'm a producer from Malawi, like he said. Hey. And we have, as usual, David. Hi, guys. How are you doing? And Limbani. Hi, guys. What's up? <laughs> yeah, we've got a very special guest this time because Earl is actually very popular in Malawi. He's booming, actually. He's a very big guy. I remember David was geeking out over finally getting to talk to him for one of our podcasts. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> it's, it's early on the track. Don't kill me for exposing <laughs> you. <laughs> I had to get freaked out. It's early on the track. The moment you hear that yeah. sound of any song, no, you're getting a good. You're getting a good song. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you've got. He's a pretty good producer, you know. Like he's. I, I, the first track I heard was "The Lost Again," and then I was like, "Oh, let me let me actually listen to some of his other work." That's what I think. That's when that was my opening track for him. That's when I started to listen to his other stuff, like he's been on. That's on. Like, oh, this guy's pretty good. Okay. Uh, I see. Well. I'm pretty sure he's going to tell you that he's got better ones coming up, huh? <laughs> there we go. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, uh, Earl, uh, tell us about yourself. Tell the audience. Tell us about yourself. Give us a little insight into the man behind the music. Okay. Well, um, I don't know. I just I love making music, man. There's nothing more to it. I've, I've been making music since I was like. 18, I think. What else? Mm. Yeah. So, how old are you now? I'm 24. You're 24. So you've been at it for six years now. Yeah, pretty much six years. But it kind of got like serious, um, maybe two years back. Yeah, three years ago. That's when I kind of like got serious music and all that. And then like producing for other people. Because mostly I just make beats in my room. Alright, so like, is business booming? Even now? Yeah, yeah. yeah actually, I've, I've had more clients during the pandemic than any other time, which is so weird. Uh, oh, I actually did, yeah. That's actually very convenient for you. Because we've actually suffered quite a blow in our income because of that. Yeah, unfortunately, we don't really have that many, that much access to private transport, so we can go get pictures of people and videos. So yeah. we've started slacking a bit, but we're getting back up on our feet now, and we're ready to tackle the world once more. Well, I'm, I'm glad to hear that. Yeah. So, um, what did you, what inspired you to do music? Um, I had this friend who used to like live close to my house. So I'd like always go to, to his house every day just to, you know, chill. And he had like a studio there. So he was always making music and producing for other people. So I was always like around that environment. And then I was like, you know what? Let me just give it a shot. Let me try making beats or something. So yeah, that's pretty much how it started for me. 
music you make? Pop, R&B, rap, rock maybe? No, actually I don't make rock, but I make pop, R&B. I'm a huge fan of Afro music. Um, I do a little bit of trap music as well. Oh, all right, all right. Yeah, yeah. And uh, what was the first song, like the title and the genre? And tell us about the experience making the first one, the very first one. The very first one, I think. I think the title was "All of Me." I did with some some friend of mine. Um, and her, her name is Togo. So yeah, it was just like we just played around. There was nothing serious, but we ended up releasing the song. It was it was bad actually. We got like three hundred downloads back then, Ooh. and that was it. <laughs> and that was <laughs> and that was it. But yeah, it was fun. I enjoyed the process. production was the afro the afro beats they are quite cool and you know yeah. you know that intro the moment you hear area on the track rah, like, <laughs> i just get chills like this is gonna be a fire song uh i like uh tiana coco like damn dude yeah. uh, you did a great job on that project like i have to give it to you okay so that that album was 
The album was, was it solely produced by you? Was every track there produced by you? Um, I think like 80 to 90% was done by me. Uh-huh. Yeah, but there's one song that was produced by, um, what's his name? I forgot his name. He's a really big producer. Really, really big. He's from South Africa, I think. If not Nigeria, but he's a really big producer. Oh. Whoa. Yeah. Uh, uh. Yeah, Mr. Mr. Gamera. Mr. Gamera. I think I've heard that name somewhere. Yeah, Mr. Gamera. He's worked with um the likes of Dot Um He produced um what's his name? Party Rankings hit song. It dropped, I think it dropped last year. I just forgot oh. the title. Yeah, I just forgot the title. Oh. So he did he did one of the songs on there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, he's- He's that big, huh? Yeah, he's big. He's big. That's very, very fortunate for him. But otherwise, 90% of that was you. Yeah. Man, you did a great job. Thank, thank you, guys. I appreciate it. That was a good problem. So, how the process like making... I can say you be, you basically produced the whole album. How the process like like? Okay, the process, the process was... Honestly, it was fun. I enjoy music, making music, like I said. Mm-hmm. So we'd have moments where Jomo would come to the house and then he would just like, you know, spend the night or two and then we'd just like be making beats and... Yeah, so that's basically the process. We would just like come up with random melodies and be like, okay, you know what? Let's keep this or let's trash that. Let's let's come up with something else. Let's do this. Let's do that until we like make a whole song and then eventually songs. Oh yeah, that sounds sounds like fun. Sounds like fun. Yeah, it sounds like fun. Yeah, it is fun. Like so much fun. Like, yeah, like I hear so many artists saying it's very stressful, they like making an album, they have to do this, that, that, and then it's like, especially for the producer, because after they record, they have to mix and master, make sure it's perfect, and this and that, it's just like, wow, you made it seem like it's so much fun. It really is, it really is fun, like, <laughs> you have no idea, because we, 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 when we're making music, we just try to like, you know, enjoy and just like, you know, just like, I don't know put our souls and our hearts into the, the melodies and everything. Yeah, I feel like that's when the best music comes out, like when you're actually, you know, enjoying it because you're stressing so much about it. You might actually, you, you find yourself trying to make it perfect, you might scrape up something that's actually pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What happens, you're like, ah, oh, this, this, you say this is trash, but it's actually pretty good. It could have been that, that one song that puts you out there and it's not, it's you just have fun with it, and I think it's okay. You don't, you don't vibe with it, then yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's that's fantastic, mm-hmm. man. You can't you can't do anything without, I and mean, you can't you can't make music without without vibing. Yeah, true, true. Yeah. Ah, uh, okay. Lost again with Maria, right? Yeah. This. This track had a more EDM vibe. Uh, I don't think I don't think there are a lot of Malawian producers that can pull that off. But you somehow managed to do it. Yeah, 
Tell me, what was that like? Um, yeah. I've always listened to a lot of like electronic dance music. So when when I when I was making Lost Again, I I came up with the first part of the song, right? Yeah. And then and then I I I called this friend of mine, his name is Grace Fry. He's actually on the song. I featured him on the song. Mm-hmm. But I featured him as a producer, so we collaborated on that song. Oh. Yeah, so it was actually two producers. Mm-hmm. It was me. It was me and Grisfer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so like it was, it was weird because like he was in, he was still in school then. So yeah. I, I was in, I was in Milong when he was in, in Choro, I think that's where the school is. So we had to like send the project like back and forth from him and then back to me and all that kind of stuff. But it was, yeah, it was pretty, it was, pardon? No, no, continue. Yeah, but it was, it was pretty interesting. It turned out the way we wanted it to, to turn out, you know. Yeah, and was, was Mary involved in that process? Like, was she, did she, did she just find the beat and then did she just, you know? Okay, after, after, like, after I did the first part of the song, I sent it to Luzio. Who yeah. wrote part? Who wrote part of the song? Who wrote the first part of the song? I think, and then I sent what Luzio came up with to Maria, and then Maria came to the studio and then she she sang it with everything, and then after after we had like the first like the first verse before the the chorus the drop, I sent yeah. it to I sent it to Grisfer, and then Grisfer came up with like most of the drop, and then he sent it back to me, and then. Yeah, I kind of worked from there, just to like finalize the whole song and everything. Uh, nice, nice, nice. Actually, I could yeah. like that song. That's really like, <laughs> thanks, thanks. It's actually one of my favorite songs, actually, to like, produce. Oh, yeah, it was actually a pretty decent track. It was actually very, like, especially for Maria, this is like, the, I think her first track. That yeah. She put up. Yeah, so like, Way to be that good, just like whoa, whoa. This, is, this is a good thing for her, for things. And also for you guys, you guys actually did a good job on the production. Hey, thank you so much, man. Yeah, yeah, and I, I, I like that track. So just again, just like. <laughs> Thanks, man. <laughs> I'm glad you like it. Yeah, yeah man. Yeah, you're surrounded by fanboys here, except <laughs> only one of them. Too shy to talk. What's up, No, I just like um I just remember the time we had Dark Shadow on our show and she, the way she gave hype like she was just saying that if she wants a project she comes to you. Yeah, yeah, like I've I've known Dark Shadow since we were like I don't know, man thirteen, like a lot I've known her for a long time. So we go way back. So when it comes to like trading, um yeah, when it comes to creating music or just like you know doing poetry like she does, it's it's always a vibe because we we just connect. We've, we've known each other for a long time, so yeah, it's just it's, it's automatic. Yeah, I think that's why we work so well together. That's cool. So, do you make by any chance make just? Um... I can say not really lo-fi music, but um, lounge music. 
know, music that you don't really have to sing to, but then you just sit and then relax and listen to it. Do you make that kind of music? I make a little bit of lo-fi, but I've never released any of my lo-fi stuff. Oh, I just like okay. I just like keep it here. Maybe I'll release it later on, but yeah, I don't do lounge music. But yeah, I do I do a little bit of lo-fi though. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's talk about the business aspect about being a producer. Like, um, the artists you work with, do you get a cut or just like, you know, friendship vibes? Um, I, I get paid for, for production, really. Um, so, mm-hmm. like, yeah, there, there's a price for, like, Every song, you know, like if 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 the produ- if the artist just wants like a beat, there's certain price for that. If they want like a full song, like from the beat and then recording, mixing, and mastering, there's also a price for that. Mm. Yeah. So. And how hard? Mm. And how did you get your first client? Like your first ever client? The first client. I don't remember how <laughs> I. Got my first client, but I remember how much I charged my first client. (laughs) 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 Yeah, I I, I don't remember how I got him, but yeah, I remember how much I charged him. It was was crazy. It was a long time ago. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, that's good, man. That's good. Yeah. Uh, Who else have you worked with? and Mary, Mary. Um, I've worked with Hayes Angola, I've worked with King of Diamonds, I've worked with um, Classic, I've worked with Episodes, I've worked with Charisma, I've worked with um, Dali, like, Dali just dropped his album a few, I think a few weeks ago, and I engineered the whole thing, I mixed and mastered the whole album. Whoa. Yeah, um, I worked with Luzio. Luzio is actually making so much noise right now. He's dropping really good music. Um, let's see who else. I worked with a lot of people actually. Making big waves, huh? Huh? Making big waves in the Malawi music industry. Yeah, we're just trying, man. <laughs> Uh, do you think this is the best time to be like an art an art in the entertainment industry in Malawi? Because like before, there was no real money in the in, in Malawi in entertainment. Now it seems like it's, it's it's coming to artists now, little by little, you know. Really, there's very little money, but now people actually, you know, making good money off of it. So I think it's really a good time to be involved in, like, you know, music and everything. Yeah, I think it's encouraging too, because I'll see, like, especially with Tomo, you can buy his album in yeah. and Apple yeah. Money. And also, you can listen yeah. to it on Apple Music as well. I think it's on Apple. Uh, yeah. yeah, and and I think yeah, this should be, and especially with now. The Malawian banking system improving, you can yeah. you can get paid by these major corporations.
applications like Apple and Spotify, you know, to get yeah, to track. Yeah. And more and more Malawians are joining such, you know, such places. Yeah, such, and it's, and it's, yeah, such platforms. They're joining such platforms. And yeah, I think now, now artists can finally get compensated for the work because before it was just you get paid through performances maybe, but not not actual not actual albums or tracks. Yeah, that's that's so true. That's so true. So like it's really promising and encouraging to to, to artists and producers as well, you know. Yeah, yeah, and, and now and I and I feel like it's good because nowadays producers are getting more credit for their work because before it was just the artist. The mastermind behind it wouldn't get that much credit for it. Right? Yeah, now yeah now we start get a little credit, you know. <laughs> Well, you just you just make the track, and, and you know the artist would the artist would pull you tell other artists that oh this is the guy that did the track all right but now we have to stop it and even the fans will know that you're the one behind it and then that way you get more clients. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's actually how it works. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's good, man. Well, I don't really know that much production talk. So I'll just go for a generic question here. Uh, what what uh, software do you use to produce beat? I use FL Studio. FL Studios. Okay, nice. Because yeah. I also got into that. How would you suggest a beginner goes about it? Um, YouTube tutorials. Mm. YouTube tutorials. That's how, that's that's how I learned like sort of stuff. I spent so much time on YouTube just learning how to like, you know, do certain things in FL Studio and, you know, like, mix and master in Studio One, because I do all my mixing and mastering in Studio One. I don't, I don't mix in FL Studio at all. Yeah, it's actually very hard to do that on FL Studio. I don't know, most, most producers just prefer Studio One, <laughs> when it comes to vocals especially. Because yeah. FL, I don't know, it's a bit complicated on FL, and FL picks up everything. Like, it doesn't feel the awful, like something, you pick up everything, just like, wow. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess so, but the, the other producers were like super comfortable with FL Studio, like they do everything in FL Studio, and it works well for them. I think it all, it all just goes down to preference. Yeah. Yeah. Because you can get a good sound out of any, any, any door. <laughs> like any program. It's just how you use it, I guess. It's not about the equipment, it's about the artist. It's not about the car, it's the driver. Yeah. Well, to some extent, yeah, but equipment matters. You, you, can't, you, you can't get a good sound out of a $50 microphone compared to a microphone that costs like $2,000. The sound will be different if you know what you're doing. Mm. Yeah. So, to some extent, equipment matters, but the skills you're handling is what's really more important, I guess. Hmm. Yeah. Um, good. I've seen this trend in the in artists in USA. They use they're not using phones to record their vocals compared to a microphone. Like, what do you say about that? Um, I don't know. If it works for them, then that's that's good. But I've never like really been into like you know recording. Oh, recording and making music on my phone. I feel like it's 
almost limited the sort of stuff I can do on my phone that I can do on my computer. So I'd rather stick to making music on the computer than on my phone. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But it's a personal thing. I mean, if it works for other people, that's that's good. Okay. Yeah. Do you ever expect to be to have a, a record label? Yeah, I guess so. Like in future, though, like when the when the funds are there, yeah, I'll definitely do something like that. Because you have a whole catalog of artists, so <laughs> you have worked with. Yeah, I mean, some point in future, I'll definitely do that. You do that. Yeah. We'll be watching. We'll be looking out for that. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what producers inspired you to? You know, what what producers do you look up to? A lot, actually. Um, I've I've been inspired by mostly Ryan Leslie, I guess, because I used to watch his videos all the time on YouTube, and then he would just go into the studio and make a beat, and it was so effortless for him. It just looked so dope. And I was like, you know what? I want to do this. And then that's yeah. That's what really inspired me the most. Mm-hmm. And the producers that I look up to. Hmm, let's see. Locally or. International. Let's go with both. Let's go with both. Yeah. Um, locally, I could say one of my favorite producers is Sonia, and then there's BFB as well. Yeah. I actually learned I actually learned a lot of stuff from from BFB actually. Like when it comes to like mixing vocals and stuff like that. Uh-huh. Yeah, I used to go to the studio a lot, and I. I, I I'd like learn a few things every time. Mm. Yeah, internationally, I I think oh there are a lot of them. There are a lot of them. John Dillion being one of them. Yeah. Um, <laughs> there's Mike Will. I used uh-huh. to with Mike Will a lot. Um, let's see who else. Um, there's a lot. There's a lot. You have, okay, there's, there's producers like, I'm not forgetting their names. Mm, let's see. Damn, can't remember the names. Oh, well, for me, there's someone that I actually, there's a producer that I actually look up to, that I think that this dude is just something else. It's, it's Dr. Dre. Was the way, he, yeah, yeah. The, way, the way he reinvented himself, he went from the NWA, mm-hmm. and then he left the NWA, he started in, he joined a thing called uh, Death Row, where he introduced yeah, yeah. the world, he introduced the world to Tupac and Snoop Dogg, yeah. and, yeah. and then he left Death Row, and then he went to Aftermath, where he introduced yeah. the world. Yeah, that's, that's, that's the guy that I look up to, personally. Yeah, Dre, Dre is, 
level, man. Like, <laughs> he's been relevant for the longest time. Yeah. And to think he doesn't even release his own that much of his own music. Right. <laughs> that's 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 crazy. Oh, and another producer that I look up to is Forty. Oh yeah. <laughs> Forty, like no forty. Yeah, no forty. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that guy's forty. Forty's mad talented. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. He's probably. He's in my top five. Oh, what type of music does he make? Who forty? Drake. Drake's music, basically. If you if you listen to if you listen to Take Care, yeah. Oh, he made Take Care. Yeah, most of it, I think. If not all of it, I'm not sure. But it was part of the production on Take Care. Oh, man, that album is actually classic. He's okay. I think, yeah, I think I'm convinced. You don't have to convince me. I think. <laughs> like every deck song I've heard, Noah, Noah is somewhere in there. Somewhere in there. He's always there somewhere. <laughs> you see, and Drake is always standing. Always. Mm-hmm. Always, man. Oh, he drops and he drops such a dope album after getting tests like that. So that's how good. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Kanye, man, whenever he has a new idea, he scratches every other idea. Yeah, you know, the thing is, and also, like, I feel like there was conflict. Those two are perfectionists. Both of them. So, like, that, that one was actually done. It was done. It was done? Yeah, it, it was finished. But it wasn't where Kanye was. It wasn't in the place where Kanye was. So it got scrapped. Yeah. What? Yeah, and he's actually one of my favorite producers too. I actually forgot to mention Kanye, but he's mad talented. Yeah, yeah, he's one of the most talented of our time. Straight. Yeah. Wait, let me ask you this. Uh, what's your take on using samples? For some people, like, like I've met some producers that will that will that will trash Kanye for using for using samples and just like you might. Know, song like stronger how how he sampled it off the Daft Punk song like it, yeah. it was so different it, it wasn't even the same thing <laughs> look at oh, 
well. Like, have you heard the original track? Yeah. It's very slow. It's, it's just, and, and I don't know how somebody would have managed to come up with a track from that. Like a hip hop track. Hey, he ran from the best. He ran from no ID. So. Yeah. Huh? He ran from no ID. Listen to this guy's album, uh, Logic's new album. You see, the, the production is similar to Kanye, but it was no idea who produced it. Uh-huh. Yeah. Hey. Yeah, I just, I just said it's into gospel now, so I could say. <laughs> hey, Gibson, what's up, man? You have been yeah. quiet. Hey, I'm not a producer, guy, you know. <laughs> You can learn a few tips and become like, you know. <laughs> hey, I am learning a lot here, actually. I'm learning a lot. Uh, I learned about uh, Dr. Dre moving around from person to person. I always thought that he was like the best producer anyway, but now you guys are just reinforcing that idea within <laughs> me. What? That Dr. What? Dre is just unbeatable as a producer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just, you know, stay out there. 
Okay, I just need to ask. This will, this will be controversial. You have been on Twitter today, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. This may upset. Uh, depending on your answer, may accept, uh, um anger the beehive. Do you think Beyonce is overrated? Because oh. this conversation was going down on Twitter like this morning. <laughs> You confirm Beyonce is overrated. Oh, yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> I would just like to say, just in case Beyonce is listening to this by any chance, no matter how low it is, we still love you. We still love your music. Beyonce. I love Beyonce. Like Beyonce is one of the best artists of all time, as Kanye said. I'll keep it there. Just, just because Kanye said it. 
No, but honestly speaking, I feel like now Beyonce just causing, like, it's like now everything she does will cause hype. And majority would, would love it and stuff, but not everything she's doing now is actually quality compared to what she was doing back then, like in her, her Beyonce album. That was like, that was a good album. Uh, her Sasha Fierce, that was a good album. But this, it's like now she's just going with the trend with the whole social economic whatever whatever we're going through right now i say it's good it's, it's actually good a good initiative but most of our i i knew beyonce i like beyonce because of her music just really expressing herself but i don't like her new direction now that's what i can say mm. okay okay mm. And we're going to get trash computer. I didn't, I, I, I didn't say anything. That's <laughs> what you guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. Well, um, we've hit the time limit now, and we kind of have to wrap things up. I believe. Yeah. All right. All right. So, uh, Errol, do you have? Uh, any social media platforms for people to follow you in? Yeah, um, Instagram, you're on the track. Twitter, you're on the track. Facebook, you're on the track. So it's an ear on the track, everything. Okay, cool. Uh, are, you, are you on Apple Music? Mm, nah, but I, I want to upload music to like all streaming platforms, so that'll be done pretty soon. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right, man. Yeah. All right. Well, we would just like to say thank you for being a part of our show. And we hope you tell everyone, you know, that you were on here so that they can hear what you have to say about yourself. And as you converse with other people, of course. (laughs) Definitely. I'll do that. And And thanks for having me. No problem, no problem at all. Okay. So, this is Hikati Media, and we have our Facebook page, Hikati Media, YouTube, Hikati Media as well, Instagram, Hikati underscore media. Please follow us, please like our posts, please engage in our posts. And, well, you already know where you're going to find this podcast at, so I'm pretty sure I don't have to tell you where it is. <laughs> uh, and... Uh, once again, thank you very much for being a part of this. It really means a lot to us, especially David. He was geeking out over it all week. We really couldn't hear the end of it. We probably yeah. have heard the end of it now. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, well, that's all. That's all. That's all I could say. Uh, thank you. Do you guys have any last words? Uh, I think I've uh, pretty much asked everything I wanted to ask him. I said what I wanted to say. Yeah. David? Yeah, you're on the track. Uh, it was nice having you, man. As Gibson said, yeah, I was gigging out, like, and I'll still continue <laughs> doing it, but, yeah. I like your, I like your production, man. Thank you so much, Yeah. means a lot. Yeah. All right. All right, well, uh, Enjoy your day, everyone, or even...
listening whenever you're listening to this and enjoy the rest of your day Earl thank you so much you're right thank you this is from us at Tuesday Talks and we're done here and wait 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 and cut